with um, Jamel Hill. And, you know, let me say this. Let me say this. I I first came across Jamel Hill uh, maybe six years ago. Maybe six years ago. I was probably 15. Yeah, I, was, I think I was a sophomore in high school. Um, and, you know, I, I, I was... I thought her takes were pretty interesting, and um, I thought she was different. I was like, you know what? I I, I kind of like her. She's 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 pretty decent. I don't agree with her on everything, but you know, her take her takes are interesting, and you know, they're worth watching. Jamel Hill has just declined throughout the years, like since then, like pretty much, pretty much two years after I discovered her, it was just like downhill from there for me. So I want to talk about um, a tweet that Jamel Hill shared and this is well this article is from um the federalist um dot com by the way it's it's a great um it's a great uh news source uh it is conservative but you know it's I don't know I think it's great writing but that's just me um this is by um this article is by Vita Duffy I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce her name if I remember correctly um, she was, she received some backlash, um, because she, um, she, just a little background about her, but she is, um, uh, U.S. Representative, uh, Sean Duffy's daughter, uh, he's a former Republican, um, U.S. Representative, um, and she was harassed for expressing conservative views at the University of Chicago. Um, she... So pretty much what happened was she there was um, there was a campaign by the university's uh, Institute of Politics showcasing students and why they vote. And so she wrote, I vote because the coronavirus won't destroy America, but socialism will. And a lot, you know, a lot of the she got a lot of blowback for that. But, you know, I think, you know, ultimately, I don't think socialism will destroy America. I think, I don't think America will ever be a socialist nation. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but anyway, I think, I think what she wrote was great, but she received a lot of backlash for that. Anyway, that, that's not the point. But she wrote this article and it's, it's really, really good. Um, here it is. Uh, in what many predict will be a multi-million dollar deal, uh, Disney and ESPN announced Jamel Hill will be producing a Colin Kaepernick, uh, documentary to air on ESPN. However, neither Disney nor ESPN have responded to a tweet posted by Hill on Sunday claiming all Donald Trump voters are racist. Here, Listen to this. Listen to this. This was tweeted uh, on the 19th. Um, if you vote for Donald Trump, you are racist. Period. You have no wiggle room. Period. I mean, what an absolute statement to make. I mean, what, like, seriously, like, what a statement to say, like, that's just, that's, like, that's incredible to me, to actually come out, I mean, I mean, that, that's such an absolute thing to say, and, but the funny thing about it is, she came out, back in 2017, um, she talked about how, um, she talked about how her mom voted for Trump. Uh, she said she's been voting Republican since Bill, since post Bill Clinton. 
So by her logic, her mother is a racist. So, it, you know, it the, it the problem here is not necessarily the tweet. It's not just that. But the problem is, the problem is ESPN not getting on her about this because if someone said this if someone said this about Joe Biden voters oh they they would they would be canned i mean they would just they would be they'd be done so they'd be they'd be canceled but this is this is just totally totally ridiculous i can i you know i'm going to be honest i can believe I can honestly believe that she did say this because that's that's just how downhill she has has gone. It's it's really pathetic to see that. And you know, I want to I want to say this to Jamel Hill. First of all, how can you how can you even say that? I mean, I mean, look at it this look at it this way. So what you're saying, you're, what you're saying is all Donald Trump voters are all Donald Trump supporters and voters are racist. Is it possible that maybe people who like Donald Trump and voted for Donald Trump aren't racist? And maybe they like the idea of, you know, border security and jobs coming back to America and deregulation. It, I mean, are, are any of those viable options? The idea of lower taxes, you know, for, you know, for business owners, because they are the ones who, you know, supply the jobs and all that. I mean, is is that possible, Jamel? Is it possible that, you know, we don't hate, you know, we don't hate Mexicans or Japanese Americans or Chinese Americans, or Pakistanis, or Afghans, or you know any, anything else that's anything else that's not white, which is which is just absurd because you know, as you guys know, I'm black. I mean, I couldn't vote last election; I wasn't old enough. But I will be voting for Donald Trump this time because I I honestly believe he's a, he's the better candidate. Than Joe Biden. Joe Biden, he is, he is senile. Um, his mind is not there. Um, to me, he's a he's an empty suit. He has no person. He has no personality, and he is a puppet of the Democrats. That's why I'm not voting for him, and I'm voting for Donald Trump because it's like, and I'll say this: my support for Donald Trump has waned. It has waned. It's gone down. Um, he didn't squash the protests the way I thought he should have, um, or, you know, the riots and stuff like that. So, you know, my, my, my support has waned. He's said he's done some stupid stuff on Twitter. I, I'll admit his tweet, his tweeting does annoy me. It does. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm still voting for him. I'm told, I'm very proud to say that. But I think it's just preposterous to say that. I mean, how can you come out? How can you come out and say that 
How how can you say that? I mean, you're you're. I mean, no no group is a monolith. No group is a monolith. Blacks aren't a monolith. Whites aren't a monolith. Christians aren't a monolith. Muslims aren't. Patriot fans aren't. Laker fans aren't. Plumbers aren't. They're, they're, people have people support others for different reasons. Is it possible that there are some white supremacists who support Donald Trump? Yeah, it is. But I mean, to say to say that all. No, it, it's just it's just it's just not. It's super unlikely. Neither ESPN or Disney uh, have responded to the Federalist request for comment on Hill's tweet. Outkick sports journalist Clay Travis pointed out on Twitter. What would ESPN do if one of their employees called all Biden voters racist? They'd be fired immediately. Here's the truth. If you aren't a far left wing loon, you have no right to political opinions at ESPN. They don't respect most of their TV audience. Three years ago, Hill called Trump a white supremacist. I remember that. Um, at the time, ESPN addressed Hill's comments saying they were inappropriate and do not represent the position of ESPN. Um, interestingly, in 2017, Hill admitted that her own mother voted for Donald Trump, uh, in the 2016 presidential election. No word on whether she believes her mother, who is African American, uh, is racist. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, based off that tweet, let's go back up to the tweet. If you vote for Donald Trump, you are a racist. You have, so there's no wiggle room. She said there's no wiggle room. So it's, so it's a monolith. It's one group. It's if you, if, if this, then this, that's her mindset. So if you vote for Donald Trump, so Jamel Hill's mom, whatever her name is, voted for Donald Trump, then she is a racist. That is what Jamel Hill is saying. That's, that's just preposterous. And again, I've, you know, I have talked about Joe Biden voters, and I said, I said, look, I, my biggest problem with Joe Biden, and for those who support him, is like, look, Joe Biden is a guy who mentally is not there. You notice Joe Biden has been very, very quiet. He hasn't been seen publicly, really. No events, no interviews, no nothing. The Democrats are pretty much just keeping him in the basement until election day, because they don't want him to come out and say something stupid. They're just like, look, here's our plan. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna push this narrative of a huge, you know, the pandemic, you know, all that's going on. It's all really bad, not going well. We want people out of work. We want businesses closed. We want jobs lost. We want people angry. We want people hungry. We want people unable to pay rent. Pay rent. We want people to be evicted. And then when election day comes, we want all these angry people to be mad at how the system is and just vote for you know Joe Biden. They can look to the leadership, they can look to the head, which is Donald Trump, and say, hmm, things are worse now than they were four years ago. That's the narrative they're trying to push. And say, you know what? He, you know what? He sucks. You know, let's try a different guy. Let's try Joe Biden. That is the Democrats' plan. I can't even, I can't, I can't remember the last time Joe Biden has had an, I think the last interview Joe Biden had and don't quote, fact check me on this, but I'm pretty sure 
it was not too long after he said, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. I think that was pretty close to the last interview he did. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I, I mean, I, I can't think of any recent interviews that he's done. It's just, it's just, you know, ridiculous. Hill's comments came on the heels of a recent ESPN scandal, which resulted in a company statement and an apology from the longtime ESPN columnist, uh, Woj, uh, in response to an emailed press release from Republican Senator Josh Hawley, questioning the NBA's complicity in the, in the communist Chinese government's persecution of Hong Kong's democracy freedom fighters. Woj replied to that Senator F. U. And he actually said, he actually said the F word. He actually wrote the F word. Holly subsequently published Woj's profane response on his Twitter. While ESPN denounced Woj's email response, many of his fellow employees supported and publicly praised Woj for his comments revealing how much the company's Chinese apologist culture. ESPN and Disney, Disney's failure to address Hill's tweet may continue to marginalize sports consumers who want it to be more inclusive and prefer for players and sports programming to be less politicized. As one Twitter user put it, uh, ESPN shows once again they care more about their social justice cause, causes than its viewership. Plain and simple. Otherwise, why give left-wing lunatics like Jamel Hill a platform? Well, here's the thing. I, I, I would say this. I won't, I won't go that far on it with ESPN saying that they care more about viewership than social justice. Here's why. Because if the if ESPN stops getting viewers, they're 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 all out of a job. I would say they greatly care about social justice, but I wouldn't say they care more about it than viewership. That's just that's just me because viewership equals dollars. No dollars equals no job. That's just how it works. But Jamel Hill, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I really, really am. I, I, like, I'm, like, I'm done. And, you know, I, I, I think that I'm a, I'm a fairly patient person, I would say, when it comes to people that I don't know personally. Um, I just, I just, but I, I'm out here. I'm completely and totally out. I, I mean, I can't, I can't even, if you vote for Donald Trump, you are a racist. You have no wiggle room. What an absolute thing to say. I mean, it's, it's almost like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. L- well, let me just, like, let's, to say that, and see, let me say this about the left. I'm going to say it. I've said it now. I've said it, I said it before. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it again. The left doesn't practice diversity and inclusiveness. They're, they're hypocrites on the matter. Because what happens is, I've, again, I've defined inclusive and I've defined tolerance. And we know, we know what these words mean. Tolerance is, is, you know, understanding someone else's views and being okay with it, even if they disagree with yours. The left is not okay with that. They, they don't practice tolerance. They don't practice inclusiveness. They don't, because see, again, inclusiveness means all people of all groups and of all mindsets are welcome and appreciated. Inclusiveness, inclusiveness and diversity, intolerance, they, they don't practice that. 
See, here's the thing. If you're on the left, they love diversity. They love that inclusivity. If you, if you're within that left bubble, if you're on, if you're on the, if in the political spectrum, if you're on the left, far left to like the center to moderate left, you're, you're, you're in, you're good. Anything to the right of that, you're a racist, sexist, homophobic, bigoted, xenophobic person. And that's what, that's what they, that's what the left often tries to push. It's not about, it's not, it's not about diversity. It's not about inclusiveness. Because if it was, you just wouldn't, you just wouldn't even push this narrative. If you, I mean, look at this. If you vote for Donald Trump, you are a racist. You have no wiggle room. So what she's saying is there's no other possible reason as to why you would vote for Donald Trump, for Donald John Trump. It's because you are a racist. That's the only, that's the only reason you would vote for him. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm just, just wow, man. That, that That's really, it's really sad, I would say. It's really it hurts my it hurts my heart to see that we are coming to a place and let me say this let me say this i don't i don't think america is more polarized than it was before cuz i mean i mean if you if you look at if you like take the 2016 election 50 you know 50% of people were voting republican 50% of people were voting democrat it's still the same i mean it was it's been like that since, you know, you know, Obama, Bush, uh, Clinton. You can keep, you can keep going back for decades. It's still, it's still 50-50. Social media and just media overall makes it appear that there's more polarization than ever. It isn't. It's, it's the same. But it's, it's just completely and totally ridiculous, man. It is completely and totally garbage. So that's, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just tired of it, man. I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the, the narrative that, you know, those who support, and let me, let me just visit this real quick. You know, Donald Trump is losing in a lot of the polls. He is. But also, I want to point out, here's the thing concerning polls. If you go out and ask, it's like this. If you go out to a grocery store, like say there's someone standing outside of a grocery store. And they have they have a clipboard and they are asking people who come out of the store. Um, excuse me, sir, ma'am, um, could, I, could I ask you a couple questions really quick? And if the person is kind enough to stop and, you know, they have a little bit of time that they're willing to give up. Um, they'll say, oh, yeah, sure. Um. Um, question one, do you support Donald Trump? There is, there is a concept called social desirability. And in an, in a nutshell, what that is, is let, I'm going to say and do whatever makes me desirable. I'm going to do and say whatever keeps me, you know, you know, protected and keeps me safe. And, you know, I can still protect my family and feed them. I can still afford milk, eggs, and bread, keep my job, and provide for my family. That's what people kind of want. So you really think if you just go up to somebody and ask them, hey, do you support Donald Trump? 
Do you, how many of them do you really think would say that? Especially here in California. You know, I I live in a I I, li- I live near you know a, a good amount of conservatives. I would say so. Here it'd be it'd be one thing, but most places in California, I'm telling you, you go out and ask people if they support Donald Trump. You really think they're going to say yes in in public? And you know, someone you know they may stop someone. Here's a question of, oh, do you support Donald Trump? They'll be like, oh, I wonder how. Let's see how this person answers. You really think? I mean, who would say? Who's who's bold enough to say yes? Because there are people who are being portrayed as racist when they're not. So you really think people would be like, um, uh, well, they, they, they tiptoe, they tiptoe this stuff. They tiptoe around these topics. If you ask, you know, another one, you know, Black Lives Matter, it's like, okay, do you support, do like, okay, do Black Lives Matter? And then it's, 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 it's just another one of those topics, man, that people are really just touch around. Like, you really think people are just going to say that? Oh, no, I don't support the Black Lives Matter movement. Because what's going to happen? They're going to be seen as a racist, bigoted person. And they're going to be canceled. They're going to lose their job. They're going to be pretty much blacklisted. And they're going to have to find a new way of income. Which can Which is really, really hard to do. So it's it's just really, really difficult. So when I look at the polls, look, I still believe Donald Trump is gonna win. I thought it was gonna be a landslide. But I would say I would say amongst conservatives, it's like, look, he like his his Trump's Trump's grasp has slipped a good like a decent amount. But I you know, I will say this. He is I do still believe he's gonna be reelected. I believe he's gonna win. Um, pretty, pretty quickly. And here's, here's a big reason why I say, I say, I look at Donald Trump and I'm like, okay, you know what? We look at what the left is doing. Just take 2020 and just look at what the left has done. And just, just in these almost eight months of 2020, we have torn down statues. We have had businesses closed. We've had all these things happen, and you really, you really believe that people are gonna. I, I just don't see Joe Biden winning because Democrats—they're just being looked at, and it's like, oh my God, you guys are just really, really annoying. It's like if I, if, if I don't, if I don't, you know, copy your view exactly. If I'm not, if I don't totally support you the way you want to be supported, it's like, okay, I'm canceled. And that's what the left is pushing. That's what Democrats are pushing. So I think there will be a lot of people who come out and say, look, man, we're just tired of this. We're tired of the riots. We're tired of the protests. We're tired of all of these things. Like we just, like we just want to go back to business, man. We just want to go about our lives. We want our kids back in school. Um, we want to go back to work. We are tired of staying at home. We want to go to the beach. We, you know, the holidays are coming up. It would be nice to not have to be stuck at home. And, you know, some of us are allowed to travel and go see our loved ones and, you know, just, just be merry and just close out this this bad year that we've had. And you know what? You know what? Look, I, we 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 just don't want more of this. That's why I think Donald Trump is going to win. Because Donald Trump is not you know about political correctness, and that is huge. I think a big problem in society today is that people are too politically correct. 
people are just so soft. They want to tiptoe around these topics. They're like, you know what's you know what's so interesting? I was talking to one of my talking to one of my uh, acquaintances about this. I said, "You real?" I said, "You know what? What you know what would happen to you if you called someone colored? Like you, like you would be looked down upon, and you'd be seen as old-fashioned. You'd be seen as racist, and you'd be seen as bigoted." But it's amazing you have you have the NAACP, National uh, National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Well, that's ridiculous. We don't even use that term anymore. There's person of there's people of color, there's person of color, which I believe those are just garbage terms. Because if you take white people, well, if you take white people, it's like okay, are they a person of non-color? Because tech, I mean, technically, white is a shade and black is a shade. So I mean, it's just I, I won't even get more into that. But I'm just saying this political correctness and this the problem with the left is we don't know where to draw the line in the sand with the left. When is too when when have we gone too far with the left? That's that's the problem. That's what we're trying to figure out. We know what's too far when we when we go right. We know what the far right is. We know where that ends. We know where the line in the sand is. You want to talk about racial superiority? Okay, that's where the line is. That's that's the line. Okay, you go past that, you're too far. We know that. The left, we just keep, we're just heading towards the cliff and we don't really see the cliff. We're, we just kind of keep going blindly. And it's like, oh yeah, whatever, 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 whatever. You know, it's amazing. You know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, it's really interesting just how much it's, just how much it progressed. So George Floyd dies. And then pretty soon we are, where there's protests. Then there's, then there's looting, then there's beating, then there's defund the police, then there's tearing down statues, tearing down or vandalizing statues. There's all these other things where it's like, okay, I thought this was about George Floyd. And even, I mean, even people, I mean, even I would say some good amount of people on the left that I've had conversations with are like, I, I, I don't know where we're going now. Like, what, like, what has happened? Like, where are we headed now? I thought it was about this. I thought it was about police brutality, but now it's like, we're tearing down statues, like, of, you know, George Washington, you know, Columbus. You know, you can, you can make pretty decent arguments about, you know, Confederates. But now we're having, you know, Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, Jesus, you know, there, there are statues of Jesus, you know, good old, good old Sean King is like, hey, you know what, you know, we should, you know, these Jesus statues should probably go because they're signs of white supremacy. The left doesn't know when to stop. We haven't drawn the line in the sand. And that I think is, I think that helps Donald Trump. It pushes, it gives him an edge. To say, look, you see what the left has done in just these seven months. Forget, honestly, forget, you know, forget the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing. Forget the Russia thing. Forget the, the Ukraine thing. Forget all that happened. Forget all that happened before 2020. Take, take these seven months of 2020 and people are just going to look in and be like, you know what? I don't think I want more of this cancel culture. I don't think I want more of this, 
this videos of Karen's stuff. I don't think I want any more of this, you know, wokeness. I think people are just tired of that, man. People just, people just want to be chill. They want to be left alone. They want to be able to afford milk, eggs, and bread and have a good time. That's really all people want. And it's like, it's so touchy right now. Like people are just so, it's like people are on pins and needles and people just don't enjoy that. That's why I believe Donald Trump is going to win. But that's the problem. The left doesn't know what it is.